Now we're ready. Go ahead. So what's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast. This is the wrestling show. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, if you come to the out KF Podcast. Uh, at Google at the KF Podcast. We'll show up on shit. We just found out that there's a bunch of releases. So while we're recording the podcast, I'm going to shut off all my WWE stuff on recording. So I'm done with them. I'm done with them. There's no reason to watch. It's the same five to ten people per show that they showcase. And the rest just are expendable. And they're proving that. So... John Morrison was released. They did nothing with him when they brought him back. They no. brought him back. He tagged with the Miz. The COVID hit, so they weren't really, they didn't have a big thing with him. But he and they just, just fired his wife. He was the Miz's lackey. Never really did much with him, and that was that. Um, they fired all of uh, of Hit Row. Mm-hmm. What was that? What was the experiment with Hit Row? Was it just they? Did, it was. It was them. Bringing those guys up, and then they—I uh, I don't even know. They didn't even get a match, did they? They didn't. They got what? Uh, Swerve and Top Dollar had a match. They had a tag match. They had a tag match, and that was it. They beat up Sami Zayn last week, and then that was it. I mean, I don't understand. Like, you don't even give them any time to even grow. Is it like they're on the show one week and they go, "Well, oh. they didn't. Oh, no one cared. Yeah, they weren't." T- when they were on FS1, no less. Tegan Knox, yeah. they did nothing with Isn't that she girl. Hurt? She's always hurt. I mean, she's been. But that's kind of shitty to fire someone when they're on the shelf. T- well, Tegan Knox has been hurt. Tegan Knox needs to retire. Tegan yeah. Knox shouldn't be wrestling. I mean, I feel bad for the girl, but she had like double knee surgery and then knee surgery again. Like mm-hmm. your body can't take it. Like you, you know, you I that one. Drake Maverick, they should have never brought him back. That was like a we felt bad because mm-hmm. he cried online. <laughs> Shane Thorne was pointless. Jackson Riker was... Uh, that's another pointless one. Mm-hmm. But, uh... I, I... I don't know. It's just hard to invest any time. They have seven hours of weekly primetime television that they expect us to watch where nothing matters. Yes. Why bother? Oh, here's this new team we're debuting. Okay, we got rid of part of it last week. Now this week we're going to fire the rest of them. Yeah, here's a new team for you to... And, you know, I was thinking about this as I was putting these notes together today. Because, you know, I was looking at some of the AEW matches. And, like, their roster's so big that you almost get a new matchup each week. Yeah. (laughs) They have so many people on that roster that you almost get, like, this week Daniel Bryan fought... Evil Uno. It's like each week you can fight someone new for the next three years because there's so many. It's true. And you know what they're doing too in there is they cycle their mid card. Like uh, 3.2.0 and Daniel Garcia were gone for a while. They've reemerged this week. Yeah. And now it's like half the Matt Hardy crew is gone. And what's astonishing about it is when the WWE a year ago or two years ago had the bloated roster because they had the roster. They still didn't feature any right. of these people. <laughs> they didn't. They just got... Let's be honest. They signed all these people so AEW couldn't. Yes. That's the truth of it. Yes. Because when they had all those people, still Seth Rollins fought the same guy each week. Mm-hmm. He still yep. fought Rey Mysterio week in and week out. Instead of, like, yep. fighting different people each week, mm-hmm. they still didn't showcase them. They, I mean, and even NXT now... Is getting they got rid of people. 
they're fighting the same people week in and week out. Yep. Because they don't have... They have, like, five guys. NXT has, like, ten guys that they're using. Mm-hmm. Everyone else you never see. Maybe as a job or once in a while. Yeah. I just don't understand why they don't know how... What are they doing? Are they... Is Nobody this... stands up to Vince. That's what's going on. But here. I don't think he's firing these people. I feel like this he's is that... He's the reason Nick... for the rotten TV shows, I feel though. like this is that Nick Khan getting rid of all... It of is. I mean, but... you can't keep everybody, but... These are people you were using. Well, some of them were people you were using. Are, well, I mean, they were using Keith Lee. He had a whole mm-hmm. new name and everything, and he was. Yeah. I feel like something's coming. I still we say this every week, but something's coming. Either a sell or some kind of big change is coming. Because you're just dumping now that dump. They we have never seen anything like this in that company ever before. Mm-hmm. Have we ever at this no. level of magnitude? No. Cause... Where they dump at least thirty wrestlers a week, and we still you know like. Have we ever seen anything like this? Where people are on TV, and the next week you're off, and you're just gone? They had people who were world champion at WrestleMania that they, like, Braun Strowman, within a year, was world champion. Yeah. Gone. Gone. Bray Wyatt was world champion within a year. Gone. gone. Yeah. You know, like, every NXT champion is gone. Yeah, every NXT champion now works for AEW. I mean, <laughs> the only NXT champions left on the show is Seth Rollins, Big e. Kevin Owens, Big E, um... Sammy Who'd you say? Sammy Zayn. Sammy Zayn, Balor. Yeah, those guys are NXT champions. Mm-hmm. But like Andrade, Black. I mean, so many of them are gone. Yeah, just so many. It's ridiculous. Mira. It's not. It's crazy. I just don't. Something has to be happening in that company. I'm just sick of it. You know, because they pretty much force all these people to sell their house, move to Florida on a guarantee, like, oh, you have a contract, and then two months later, after they've uprooted their lives. Yeah. Yeah, especially if, I mean, Swerve, Isaiah Swerve's gone. I mean, he was on there for a few years, Mm -hmm. wrestling very mid-card stuff, cruiserweight stuff, never won anything. They give him the, the, the... whatever the equivalent of the U.S. belt is. North American. They give him the North American Championship. He rarely defends it. He forms a group. Starts doing well in a group. NXT likes it, like his little group he has. We're drafting you, like, on the main... On SmackDown, they were drafted, like, third. Yeah. Was hit row. We should pull up the draft and see how many people that were drafted on TV... A month ago are still there. Yes, just a month ago are still there. Keith Lee gone, Karrion Cross gone, these guys gone. Yeah. Like, it's nuts. Why bother watching? I watch it out of habit. At this point, at this point, I don't enjoy it. Well, I don't even really watch out of habit. I fast forward through all. I fast forward through most of this shit. Uh, you know, I, I, that's why I barely put any notes in there anymore mm-hmm. because it's not even worth really even talking about. And this is like we're leading into the most exciting time of their year. We're heading into the Royal Rumble season. You know, like, which takes us into Mania. Well, I'll tell you the next person going to be fired. So, Adam Pierce brought up Von Wagner as his, like, bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Right? Did you notice that on SmackDown yeah. last week? Yeah. And I think they're turning Adam Pierce bad. Yeah. Like, he's kind of being a dick, and now he's got a big bodyguard and all that. Von Wagner will be fired. <laughs> yeah. We brought him up and get rid of him. him. Three weeks from now, it'll be like, you'll be reading the releases. It'll, it'll be, be like, Von Wagner... Um, Ron Breaker. Ron Breaker, because he's already... They sent him over to UK, right? Yeah, they did send him on a tour of the UK. He came back this week. But yeah, he'll, they'll be gone next. 
Yeah. Vaughn Wagner because he's on the sh- he's on SmackDown. Yeah, he got right? called up. He'll yeah, be definitely he'll get, gone. He'll get fired. Which one's Vaughn Wagner? Is he the guy that was just tagging with uh with Kyle O'Reilly? Yeah. Yeah. That goofy son of a bitch is on the main roster. He's yeah. not officially on the main roster. Like Adam Pierce was like everyone was gonna beat up Adam Pierce and then all of a sudden he had that big dude standing behind him, he didn't say anything. And then on NXT, Kyle O'Reilly said, What are you, Adam Pierce's bodyguard now? And he said, Don't worry about that. I, I still work here. But like he's gonna they're gonna do something with him. Cause, you know, he kept he's like, Pierce get kept getting beat up. So yeah. So yeah, that's uh Justin learning the, the wrestling show again with his, all his noise. Justin, we're doing a wrestling show while you were gone. We're almost done. Sorry. Okay. No, it's okay. We had breaking news that we had to discuss. Yeah. They fired a bunch more people. They fired a whole bunch more people again. They're just firing people left and right. Is there anybody left at that company? Roman Reigns. <laughs> I just, uh, I'm, I'm just going through my accounts and I'm following all WWE stuff. You're going to teach them a lesson, Ken. <laughs> hey, if hey, anyone did it. If I can't, I gotta be. I have to be the change I want to see in the world. So I'm being the change I want to see in the world. <laughs> uh, All right. So what notes do you got for? All right. Well, um. So yeah, I mean, I just was talking about Von Wagner being on there. Not really anything too crazy. He's just gonna get fired. He's gonna get fired. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Are we even really talking about it anymore? Roman Reigns beat up King Woods. Okay. Survivor Series. No one gives a shit about Survivor Series. It's the series. one time a year when Raw and SmackDown Superstars <laughs> meet head to head. This is the worst fucking build up they've ever did for Survivor. It is. It was one week. Even worse than the pandemic last year. Mm-hmm. The pandemic. Um, what was that place called? The Teleterodrome that they used to be in. <laughs> the Thunderdome. The Thunderdome. That Survivor Series is better than this one. Because mm-hmm. at least there was a little bit of a build up. Yeah. They don't even attack each other on their own shows. They do nothing. It's mm-hmm. pointless. The only WWE match that was pretty decent this week was Owens and Balor. But, you know, stuff you've seen before again. But, you know, a good match. Yeah. I really don't know what the hell they're doing with AJ Styles. I'm surprised he hasn't been featured endeavored. He's obviously been demoted. Yeah, he just tags with <laughs> almost Oreos, co- cookies, or whatever, and that's it. <coughs> yeah, I don't know. Not, there's really not much else. Worth talking about it. I fast forward through most of it this week. They're gonna do war games in NXT. I don't know with who. Yeah. They don't really. Have they, have, they have. They They got the women's ones set up, but not the. Not the men's. A lot of people think it's gonna be like old NXT guys versus new NXT guys. You know. Wait, isn't that next week? Don't they have? <laughs> I don't know when it is. I mean, isn't it next Sunday? They give you what, like one week to build a pay per view anymore. You know, Survivor Series had no fucking build. No. <laughs> Remember, it used to be a big deal. Yeah. It's <coughs> a one time a year when. Yeah. <laughs> now it's just like wait. Now they just announced it on a Saturday. That's. I honestly feel that this company is going away, or something major is changing, because they don't even give a fuck anymore. No. It, it, but they're still making money. It's like streamlining it to like something to do with it, because they don't care. Survivor Series was here's the teams. And then they're like, well, it's next Sunday. Show up if you want. You don't care? We don't care. I'm just, I don't even know what to say about it. Here's what the problem is. They already got paid for all this stuff. Yeah. NBC bought all those rights for all the pay-per-views. They already got paid for it. 
They don't. WWE doesn't care if they put out a good product because they already got paid. Yep. You still want fans to show up, though, don't fans you? Fans are still showing up because they're post-pandemic stuff. People are doing stuff. <coughs> they're gonna ride that out till the end of the year. God. Their, atten- I mean, their attendance is still good, but that's got to be the only reason why, because people are just excited to get out and do stuff. Yeah. You're going to see the WWE turn into what the Harlem Globetrotters are. Like, you just, it's something you take kids to, it's a cheap ticket. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean? You're going to watch the good guys beat the bad guys, and that's it. You're going to go You'll buy a $20 fucking drink cup with a picture of whoever's there, and you'll go in your merry way. Jim Cornette said that this week, Ken. Did he use Harlem Globetrotters? He didn't say Harlem Globetrotters, but he described exactly what Ken said. A bunch of matches that don't mean anything, where you get to see people that you might get to see on TV, maybe not. Yeah. It's so disheartening, because I, it's been a part of my life since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. You all know, of us. Like, all of us. I mean, it's just always been something that was there. It was Vince McMahon, the World Wrestling Federation. Even when... You know, I was a huge Nitro fan. I was a big NWO fan. And I kind of was like, ah, you know, like, but I still tuned in. Yeah. And still was there. Because it was really bad at that point for WWE. Like, you had all those, like, occupational characters on there and stuff. And then DX happened. You had Mm -hmm. all that. And, you know, I even, I mean, a lot of people don't like it, but I like the Cena reign. Yeah. The The Ruthless Aggression era was good. Yeah, there was stuff there. In hindsight, I'd fuck, I'll take John Cena winning every match and having all the belts on all that any time over what's going on right now. It started, well, it started to get bad years ago, but then, like, NXT was, like, the saving grace of it, you know? And what Triple H and Shawn Michaels were doing down there, and then all the Russia talent they had, and Undisputed Air. It was the shit to be, you know, and then that all went away. Do you think Triple H shows up to Thanksgiving dinner? I don't know. I don't know how he can be happy, you know, after what he did to everything he built. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I was just looking on, like, on on Twitter at it, and, like, this one person posted this picture. This was Survivor Series in 2019, when they were all standing in the ring. This, we are NXT, and it's Baszler and Cole, and look, look at all these people that are in AAW there. There's uh, Lilo Rush, and... Uh, Adam Cole, all these people. I mean, like, they were the shit back then. Mm-hmm. You know? It was it, it was like an army. It was like the yellow brand taking over better than the main show, and then Vince got a bug in his ass. He didn't, I don't think he liked being outdone by his son-in-law. That and AEW won in the ratings. Which? He blames the wrong people for. Yeah. Yes. Which you shouldn't even have worried because your show is still doing good. You shouldn't have put it head-to-head. He's the one who chose to put it head-to-head with it. What was his show? He was so arrogant that he could do his third brand against a company that was trying to be their top brand. You know what I mean? Like, it, but even when AEW, even when NXT left, it was still doing okay against AEW. It was. It was doing better numbers than it's doing now. Yeah, it wasn't getting slaughtered. It was 800, 900,000 mm-hmm. and going up against... It was right, and it would beat it once in a while. Yeah. Like I, I don't know. I would have considered it a win. That I'm still here taking eight hundred thousand views off you every every Wednesday. You know. Mm. I don't know. All right. So um, speaking of AEW, they had full gear. Um, I didn't get to watch it. I know what happened. I've seen a lot of stuff. 
you didn't watch it, did you, Ron? No. Ken, you rated it, so we'll just go through and you can tell us what he's on. Uh, well, do you have the match breakdown? Because my brain's kind of fried. I do. I have it right here for you. First match, right. Darby and MJF. This was a very good match. I was surprised how technical it was. Um, there was a lot of chain wrestling, a lot of false finish, finishes, um, a lot of the callback to he can beat anyone with the headlock takeover. Um, you know, I'm not surprised by the ending where it was like trying to get a little, you know, MJF's a heel, so he's got people to come in to interfere, he pulls out the ring and pops them. Um, but, you know, overall, like, I kn- what was the pay-per-view they just did? Was it all out that they just yeah. had? It was yeah. like the best, people rated the best pay-per-view, you know, in, in a long time. I don't think it was as good as that one, but it, I, I don't think it was a bad match on the card for the most part. It was a long pay-per-view. It was very long. I think it wrapped up at like midnight. Yeah. To say, the one thing I do want to say about this is Bleacher Report is the fucking worst thing to deal with. I've heard a lot of people saying that. Like, I spent a half hour just trying to log this in and download this app that syncs this up and then this and fucking that. And then... Like, finally, I'm like, oh, my God, like, I was so frustrated by the end of it. I'm like, I'm just trying to give you fucking $60 to watch a television show. Like, just let me give you fucking money. Like, it was yeah. so you know who else frustrating. Had that this week? Hmm. Jim Cornette. Ken and Jim Cornette are lining up this week. <laughs> <So, laughs> I, I just didn't, like, they need to get something together. Now, I don't need an AEW network, but you need to figure something out that's a little bit better. Do like, like a... An, an add-on for HBO Max or something like that. Something. But it, it, it is literally the worst. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so MJF won. Um, then you had Lucha Bros versus FTR. Lucha Bros won. This was probably my least pleasurable match of the night. Um, it was an okay match, but then the ending was real weird because they the FTR put the, the frog masks on and then they were trying to do the switcheroo, and then it backfired, and they got pinned. Like, I don't know, because I, I think knew that they were fighting each it. other at the next AAA pay-per-view kind of thing. It's basically just going to be, this is at the end of the, the storyline. So, But, yeah, this was probably the weakest match of the night, I think. Okay. Um, Danielson and Miro. Danielson. Fantastic. Danielson won. Danielson won. That was great. Miro looked like a beast the entire time. Had him in all the moves. And they basically said that, you know, Danielson put a move on and knocked out Miro. Because, um, you know, the storyline with Miro for a while has been his weak neck and his head situation. But, you know, he did a DDT off the top rope that caught weird. And they said he knocked him out, which I was fine with. Um, but very good match. Very good match. Okay. And then you had uh, Jurassic Express and Cage versus uh, the Super Click. I think this was the peak of the Young Bucks, like, insanity. Like, it was their over-the-topness. If you saw their entrance and what they were wearing, you would have been frustrated, Don. Um, This was an okay match. I think this was like a kind of a Jungle Boy kind of situation. Gets the pin. I also wouldn't be surprised, not saying it's anytime soon, but, you know, they keep they kept mentioning the four pillars of AEW with Darby and MJF and, 
yeah. and Jungle Boy and Sammy Guevara. This was kind of showcasing them. I would not be surprised if they do turn into a stable at some point in time. Okay. Like, like you know, as they get older and kind of develop into more adult, I mean, not adult characters, but more, you know. Yeah. Sure. Like, you know, because, you know, Darby Allens, you know, they're all kind of like very exaggerated, but when they hone that in and kind of get that more tightened, I can see them being an interesting four, like group of four. Yeah, I think that would be cool. Four pillar group. They 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 say it over and over, so yes, it, it has to be something that they're working towards. You know, it would be a great like four horsemen stable if it was MJF and the four pillars, and it's like Darby and like Jungle Boy. And, you know, I think it'd be good. So, um, then you had uh, the WWE match. <laughs> uh, you had Stardust and and, and uh, Neville. Neville versus uh, uh, Alistair Black and Andre. What kills me is Miro versus Brian Danielson, not a WWE match. But well, this that, one, yeah, this that is, is a WWE, WWE match. match too. Miro, yeah, I guess I just. You know, I forget sometimes with Miro, but because um, he wasn't Miro there. Yeah. yeah. But How was this, match? this is actually you know this might have been the worst match of the night. No, was, the worst match yeah. of the night's coming up still. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. it's I see it listed here. It's in there. Right. So this, <laughs> this is when you forget the entire card. This match here, I just don't know what. Oh, I know it's the worst we'll, match. We'll tonight. talk yeah. about what happened on Dynamite to continue this, but. I mean, they're setting up now next week on Dynamite. Eight man. An eight man. There's so many fucking people involved in this. It's just like obnoxious. It's like, get them out of here. Um, how about Britt Baker and Ty Conti? It was good. You know what? When I saw Ty Conti come down, I felt like proud. Like, this girl was, was not used in NXT. She's got a very legit, like, fighting background. She's. You know, I didn't think she was going to win. She, the match was okay to good-ish. Um, and, yeah, like, it was, you know, I, I felt good for her. I think she's coming along. I don't think she's championship material yet, but she'll get there. But Baker Lee in this division is exactly what it needs to have these kind of matches and kind of elevate these girls. I think it's good. Uh, I liked it. Good. Yeah. Um, Eddie Kingston and Punk? Fantastic. I think the... I think you're going to see Eddie Kingston's going to be the guy that kind of shows that these, you know, is the catalyst before these heel turns. Like, when Eddie Kingston's, like, fighting Brian Danielson and gets in his face and, like, loses, doesn't shake his hand, and then, you know, we'll talk about Daniel Bryan turning heel this week in the crowd... I think this is the start of, like, CM Punk, you know, is going to be the same thing. Uh, I thought it was a very good match. I love that he just backfisted Punk at the beginning of the match before the bell started. I, the whole match was brutal. I thought the blade job on Punk was weak. Like, I think he just wanted to get colored to make it look like he got beat up really bad. But uh, all in all, it was a good match. Yeah, okay. Um, now here's the match of the night. Inner Circle versus Men of the Year and Top Team and all that. <laughs> I watched this pay-per-view, laser-focused, was excited about the whole thing. 
I don't remember one fucking part of this. This match. I don't know I don't why it was on right before the main event. Like it went all the way to to calm the crowd down. Yeah, I, I mean that, that was just a weird timing for that. I remember texting you and I was like, "Oh, the main event's next." I was like, "Wait, you still got that dumb Jericho <laughs> match?" And then I went to bed. I heard it was the longest <laughs> match of the night too. Yeah, it was long, it was dumb. It's long. It was dumb. Predictable. It was... You knew Dan Lambert was going through a table. I mm-hmm. mean, you just—it's just stupid. Yeah, like you said, you have all this talent now and more on the way. Get rid of this stuff. Get yeah. rid of that top team stuff. Let the you know. Men you of don't the need year. any of them. You don't need any of that. Except for now, don't get me wrong. I like Dan Lambert as a manager. I don't need any of the MMA guys. I don't yeah. need the, Dan Lambert to get into a fight. I like. I think Dan Lambert does a great job as a heel manager. Yeah, he's fine with that. I think he mm-hmm. should manage Paige Van Zandt. I'm down with that too. I think she's probably the most charismatic out of all of them, not including Paige and Scorpio Sky. Yeah, get the rest of the rest of those idiots out of there. So boring. The rest mm-hmm. of them. I don't even know who they are. <laughs> I don't care to find Andre out. Orlovsky. <laughs> um, and you had Omega and Paige and Hangman One. Thank Christ. Uh, this I heard was really good. I've watched a lot of this match. It seemed like it was really well done. I yeah. I, I don't think it was. Either of their best matches, it was. Uh, it could have been the best match of the night. Like this one, the Daniel Bryan match and like the Punk match was probably the top three. Yeah, and then the Bucks came down. What and, about Darby and uh, MJF? Yeah, that was good. That was good. In this match, the Bucks came down, but they didn't get involved. They kind of gave Hangman the nod. Yeah. So, I, but the main one is is flamboyant on AEW this week. That's why I think you're going to get serious. You're getting serious super click. And they're going to blame Kenny. Well, I think so, too. So let's go over to Dynamite then, um, because, yeah, they did have a bad... I tell you what, though, last night on Dynamite. Dynamite wasn't bad, but there were so many fucking backstage interviews. It's like everyone needs an interview, then everyone needs a counter-interview, and either an announcer with the microphone or just yelling and pointing at the camera. It was like, holy shit. And again, every match has some kind of after birth. Like they, they just need so does every interview, but every interview has one. Too. Even it's Eddie like, Kingston oh. said something. I was like, I just had something to say. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can't say it. Cause someone's going to interrupt you. Something's going to happen. So it's unsafe work environment. Um, but I felt sleep, so I missed part of, I, I couldn't, I had a rough week. So, so Hangman came out, um, you know, I like seeing Hangman with the belt. I'm really over him with the Dark Order, yeah, though. I think they both need to move on. He needs to move on and just be the champion. Like, him coming out standing with 25 different guys in a ring, like, it it, it, it just takes... I know now, like, you know, there are going to be people that get beat up for him, but, you know... I like that, though. I like that David Bryan's like, I'm going to beat up every member. I'm going to beat up all your friends. And then after this, I'm fine with them splitting. But I do like that he's going to beat all these guys up until they fight. Well, let me just say this about Daniel Bryan, okay? Or uh-huh. Brian Danielson. When Brian Danielson first came in here, you know, I, I really wanted CM Punk to be, like, the heel guy that shits on this company and talks all this stuff. And I thought Danielson would be good working with these younger guys. Danielson complete. I'm not a big Danielson guy. He completely turned me last night in that in that interview. Like it just clicked where I was all of a sudden like, you know what? He is a WWE guy. Like CM Punk hates the WWE. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna sit there and go, this place is 
is, is, is worse because, like, he hates them. He's one of the crowd. Danielson can legit say, like, what were you doing last in June, ha Hangman? I was wrestling the Universal Champion. I beat him up on SmackDown. Like, you know, like, he has those digs. Like, he, when he threw out that line, I wrestled at WrestleMania and worked in the, the next night. Like, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, did I just become a Brian Danielson fan? I was like, he just completely fit me. He's such a prick. Uh, like his work speaks for himself. I love it. I love everything about him turning heel and being and being a bad guy. Like that. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Mm -hmm. I agree, hundred percent. I think I, I I agree. Everything you just said, I agree with. Yeah, because he can literally legit say things like that. Like you know, if anybody he wrestles with, he can say. Well, what were you doing a year ago? Do you know what I was doing a year ago? You know, I held the, I was at the Universal Championship. What were you doing? You know, I beat up Roman Reigns. I choked out Edge. Uh, you know, I was doing all this shit. Like, and he can say it because he did it. Or Punk hasn't done anything in seven sure. years. You can't say it. You know, like it's not relevant anymore. But yeah, he's a great. He, it was great. The crowd was hating him. I'm like, man, this is great. He, he was always a better heel. Always. Because you know what? I think naturally, he's a prick. Like, he, he just seems like an <laughs> asshole. He is a prick. He beat the shit out of Uno. That was good. And then he tapped him. He's, and he's fighting Colt next week. And I love it because, like, I, I, I'm excited for <coughs> build up for this match. I, I don't want him to good. beat Hangman, though. So maybe they need to stretch that out. Well, he's got, like, ten Dark Order people to get there. Yeah. So. Okay. Exactly. We some but if they start with Dark and Dark Elevation, no. he can be through all of them by next week. Um, then you had, um, what the hell was next? Then? The, yeah, Evil Luna got beat up by him. Then you had, I, I don't know, Orange Cassidy, and I don't get all these Japanese tie-ins. People were marking They're trying out. to get him over for, with Chaos. The best friends did not fit into Chaos whatsoever. Yeah, and and <laughs> Matt Hardy and a Butcher and a Blood. None of this stuff belongs on Dynamite to me. I'm Unless they're using this as a way to bring Okada in, yeah. it has no place. I, I think that's the end game. I, I think so. that it's, they're going to bring Okada in somehow, and then this is, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, <coughs> But is Okada going to fight Matt Hardy? Like, who's he going to fight? I'm if tired of wrapped Matt up Hardy. In this stupid I'm tired Matt of the Butcher stuff. and the Blade. I'm tired of Orange Cassidy. I'm tired of all these people. It's just the same goofy, stupid shit. I don't know. I like Wheeler Yuta. I wouldn't mind versus Hardy to come in, and then someone comes in afterwards for the afterbirth, as Don says, <laughs> and uh, sets up a big match with Okada on a pay-per-view. Like, Okada versus Hardy on a Dynamite that leads into a pay-per-view match I'm fine with. I also think that this is whatever Best Friends and Orange Casting need to go away and learn a new hold. This sets them up to go to New Japan and be off TV for a while. Yeah, that'd be good. Because they need that. Yeah. So then they had the backstage stuff where Kenny, he's going to take a break. I guess he's going to have surgery. Yeah, he's pretty beat up. He's going to leave, and then you can already see what's starting there because Cole said, I'll run things. And he's like, well, I wasn't really talking to you. <laughs> you know, so Adam Cole's going to, like, step in be the leader. That'll lead to some dissension. Which they already did in Ring of Honor. But. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, Kyle O'Reilly will be here soon, and it'll be Cole fixing over. It'll be... Uh, Roderick Strong just resigned, though, I heard. Yeah, but they don't really need Roddy for this. He was kind of like the fourth. Yeah, they you know. added him because they didn't know what else to do with him. Yeah, but you can have the core undisputed air guys fight 
the beat up the Bucks, and then Kenny will come back and save them, and they'll have like their story. You or even Adam Page. Or even Adam Page. Yeah. He could be the the third guy on that. There's story. lots of story there. Yeah. There's, things you, there's things you can do. Interchangeable parts that will all work. I just like seeing Adam Cole back with Bobby Fish, and you know, <laughs> give me the undisputed era over there, and you can let them. I, I like Cole Adam Cole. I don't like goofy Adam Cole. Don't ever wear a fucking Ghostbusters outfit again, Adam Cole. Just kick people's ass and be like the leader and in control, and that's my guy. That's my fucking guy right there when he's when he's like that. But uh, that was good. Uh, more backstage. Everyone was backstage. The TBS thing happened. Nyla Rose and, and Sheeta. Nyla Rose won. I was surprised by that. Well, they actually have a storyline with Sheena, so she doesn't need to be in the in the, the title. Pitch. She doesn't have to be in that tournament anymore. Yeah, she's fighting Serena Deeb. Yeah, the professor. Yeah. Um, then you had Dante Martin and Leo Rush versus the Acclaim. This was really good. I like this. It's, this is where I fell asleep. I was out after this. That, the poor women's match put me to sleep. I was beat. I was actually happy in this that they let the Acclaim like wrestle in this. Yeah. I thought it was going to be a squash, but it went. It it's went. Competitive. When it was competitive, it was good. The acclaimed is good. Yeah. And Dante and Leo are, are good. I feel bad for Darius. We say that every week. That guy is brother. <laughs> When's Darius due to come back? Uh, not for a while. He was really okay. hurt. All right. Uh, from what I understand. Well, there's a story there when he comes back, though. Yeah. Yeah. They're good, though. Dante's good. Leo's good. Mm-hmm. It's well done. And then we had the uh, TNT Championship match, which was also really good. Uh, Sammy and Jay Lethal. It's good to see Jay Lethal wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Jericho has to come out at the end and get and <laughs> hug people and all that stuff, you know, fuck, whatever. I was, I was waiting for them to beat up Sammy at the, at the end there, like turn on him or something. Yeah. But, you know, it's good to let Sammy wrestle in a regular match instead of, but, you know, that Jericho stuff ain't going away. You didn't I, see He's the, really holding all those guys back. Yes, yes. Santana What? Except for Jake Hager. Yeah, he's just yeah, holding he's, Jake Hager there. Yeah, he's just a placeholder. Jake Hager can come back to the WWE. They got plenty of space. Yeah. <laughs> but I, uh, Santana Ortiz can be doing so much better things. Sammy's doing his own thing too, but those guys especially could really benefit from not being a part of that group. Yeah, I agree. All right, uh, and the ratings-wise... Um, SmackDown was pretty even, still hovering around the two million mark. Rampage dropped from six hundred thousand to five fifteen. Five fifteen was pretty low for Rampage. That was the lead into Full Gear too. It was a live show. Um, Raw was even, still around one point five. Nothing too great there. NXT dropped again, five seventy four. That's, that's going. Bad. That's bad. That's bad. Uh, Dynamite got a little bit of a boost, nine thirteen and nine eight four. Didn't break a million, but it's trending the right way now. It, it pepped up a little bit. So I think that Daniel Bryanson, Brian Daniel, Brian Bryanson, Daniel. <laughs> Brian Danielson heel turn is going to get a lot of people talking. I think so too. That'll get people watching because that's 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 exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. The story it. story drives ratings, not fucking people debuting, not anything else. Yeah. Storylines mm-hmm. and, and speak, ratings. Speaking of story, we forgot to mention MJF and CM Punk. They could not have done that any better. Yeah, that was good, too. He yeah, came right. out, doesn't say a word, just smirks at him, turns around, and leaves. Yeah, I'm surprised they're giving us that now. You know, they're, who takes the loss there, though? You think they're finally going to let... Maybe nobody. Maybe that was a little like, okay, I see where you're coming from. Maybe I can work with you, and they can maybe team up or something. Yeah. 
That was interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone popped hard when his music hit for that for... Mm-hmm. Uh, I, what, what is the point of Sean Spears anymore? <laughs> He's just like a fucking goofy, smiling henchman. <laughs> you know, this guy was supposed to be like a big star here. I, I don't know what they want to do with this guy. Here's Sean Spears in the storyline. He's going to be the guy that turns on Wardlow. And Wardlow, you know, when Wardlow turns good... Which is going to happen eventually. Spears will beat him up with a chair, and then that'll have Warlow for someone to fight. Yeah. Warlow makes great faces sitting back there looking confused. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the stuff he was doing. Yeah, that was good. I was glad they didn't go into a whole punk talking. Mm -hmm. I like that. It was like, tease it a little bit. Yes. It popped Twitter. Mm -hmm. It popped people. It's, you know, it's good. Yeah, it was good. You don't have to give that every week. Yeah. MJF's good. Oh, and Darby Allen for losing MJF, he's really lucked out because he's rewarded that he gets to have a feud with fucking Billy Gunn. <laughs> that was Darby's reward for uh, winning, losing it. That's just going to be a one and done thing. Did you see that dumb angle in the back? Yeah. Where he's just talking and he's like, I'm the biggest, baddest dude here. I'm Billy Gunn. He's like, screw it. Like, I was like, oh, this is a terrible. What's this? And then this idiot sons of him. I'm like, oh, I forgot the gun club turned heel like six months ago and haven't been on fucking TV since. My favorite thing about this is Dan Housen on Twitter calls him Billy Ass and the Ass Boys. (laughs) (laughs) That's about what they are. How soon until Dan Housen shows up? Well, Dan Housen's hurt. He just broke his leg. He's going to be out for a while. He broke uh, it clean through, so um, it, they just had to put another one. Eventually, people are going to have to well, go away. you got spots. you got three members of the gun club that can go. Got, yeah. Oh, got, there's a lot of people they can get rid of now. You have real talent showing up. Mm-hmm. I think they've already started phasing a lot of them out. When was the last time you saw Marco Stunt on TV? Yeah, that's true. When was the last time you saw Joey Janela on TV? They're all on dark. They all belong, I think. Yeah. All right, that's it for this week. We got other things to do. All right, everyone, please like, share, subscribe, and tell your friends. Uh, make sure you delete WWE on all your social media. <laughs> and your, if you uh, want, do whatever you want. Uh, and there you go. Be the change you want to see in the world. That means I'd have to get rid of you. Fair enough. All right, see you later. <laughs> <laughs>